All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back for another edition of PWC Connections, the podcast. We're back in the bucket. I'll be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson, and joining me again is... Courtney Lucas. What's up, Courtney? Hey, Lamont. How's it going? It's going well. I'm excited for this fall weather, the change in temperature. I am very, very happy. Right. Yeah, it's October. Uh, definitely a time when the, the leaves start changing on the trees. Uh, and man, this month is so busy. It's uh, Public Power Week happening in October. There is a Shower Better Month taking place My this personal month. favorite. Uh, toilet Tank Repair Month. Second don't, favorite. Don't forget about that. So we got one of our guys joining us from Customer Programs, Mr. Chad Groves. He's here with us, and he's going to help us talk a little bit about Energy Awareness Month. And he has a wide range of experience and knowledge. Chad, introduce yourself. Tell us how long you've been with PwC and why you're our guy. You, I'm sure you've seen Chad. He helps us out with a lot of different projects. Yeah, you've definitely seen Chad. We use him a lot for our TV show and things like that. Um, he's been on the commercials for radio and TV commercials. He's, Chad's our guy. He's done more stuff than I have, and I work in communication. Chad's a pro. Come on. So guys. tell us all about yourself, Chad. Who are you? What's your title? How long you been here? We got we got to put in the the applause sound effects whenever they look. Oh, Chad! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, Chad grows. I've been with PwC eighteen years this month. Um, wow. I've worked in few different areas so very well-rounded right uh water sewer um and, you know of course customer programs mostly energy there um yeah and what are you working on right now i am right now a interim supervisor mm -hmm. service delivery supervisor in customer programs um the two conservationists report to me. Uh, basically, that was my old job before I took on this job. Um, I have a project analyst that reports to me. She has a lot of things on her plate. She's um, involved with annexation, pole attachments, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So you are a very important, busy man, but you've made time for our, our podcast today. Yes. So we I appreciate have. that very much. We can start talking about energy awareness. And right. Chad, you're the man with all the tips. I come to you all the time wanting right. to know what can I tell this customer, how they can save money. So uh, let's break down energy awareness. All right. Now, the definition is trying to get an understanding all day of how we use energy, uh, how it can be used in a more effective way and trying to build ways of energy consumption and reducing different ways we use energy wastefully. So I guess it's just uh, just being more mindful. And that's why we wanted to bring you in, because we know you have the uh, conservation experience uh, from times of especially going out into the field, doing the, the heat program, giving advice that way. And, and just your day to day, I'm sure you always have to advise and provide tips on ways people can be a little bit more efficient. Yeah, um, I'd say the most important thing would be, you know, keep your air conditioner, HVAC system service uh, at least once a year. Mm -hmm. um, that's the big, really key driver to your bill, you know, increasing your bill. Um, a lot of times we'll go into customers' houses. Um, thermostats are bad. Yeah. You may have a filter that hasn't been changed in several months. Goodness. Therefore, all that's going to do is pull more energy. Um, another thing we run into a lot of is like the water heater. Water heater be turned up to maybe 160, 170 degrees. Mm. We Which is not them. necessary. Exactly. They could um, turn it down to probably about 40 degrees less. Absolutely. And I mean, a quick little tip like people can do at the house is just do like a breaker test. 
can actually shut them down and turn them on one by one and look at the meter. Basically, the meter doesn't have the disc anymore, but it's got like a little little slat look, a little digital dot that goes across the bottom. It's going fast. Basically, same thing as the disc actually spinning. So we tell customers that all the time. But like I said, you know, two key things would be your water heater and your HVAC system. Now, one of the things I think is, uh, I guess I didn't think about before I started working with the utility are like air leaks and, and the need for insulation. You don't think about how much air escapes uh, through windows that who, who may not be all the way insulated or properly yes. installed. How many times do you see that? That is probably the most common. Right. Um, just, just the weather stripping around the front doors. As we're doing the heat audit, we'll take out a thermo gun and we'll kind of, you know, shoot the walls and stuff and let the customer see. I mean, you can even see like walls that have insulation, some walls don't. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing would be like insulation of the floors. A lot of the houses like in Haymont area, older houses don't even have insulation in the floor. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I mean, this it's going to have your system working twice as hard to get it, keeping it warm or cool. And unfortunately, a lot of energy is wasted through leaking windows and ducts, mm-hmm. um, old appliances, inefficient heating and cooling systems. And I think people, they they don't realize that that's money you're throwing away. And typically, um, the average family spends around $2,200 a year on their utility bills. Um, but they could easily lower that amount by up to 25% if they just made some small changes at home. Absolutely. Um, one of the most common things, but easiest things you could probably change out would be your um, thermostat. Um, they have these nice new smart thermostats that are awesome. I got them in my house. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically got settings where you can set it for home and away. Mm-hmm. It just basically goes upon your locations of your phone. So it knows when you're away from the house and you know when you're there. So basically like with mine, I got mine set in summertime like 78 to 74. Okay. So it cranks it up 78 when I go to work. And of course, when I come home, it turns it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's very comfortable then you're not turning it off and on or anything like that. And with that smart thermostat, we do have an incentive program we for do. our customers. We do. Can you tell us about that? With the smart thermostat program, I think there's like an $80 credit mm-hmm. they receive. Um, you can have up to two, if I'm not mistaken. And we actually have a thermostat program right now that we're giving away. Right. Uh, you basically have to, I think, mail in your application, maybe take a picture of your old type thermostat. Um, Basically, the type that are not programmable. Yeah. The ones that we're giving out are Honeywells and they're programmable. So basically, if you meet, you know, meet those guidelines, we'll bring you out a thermostat. Which is a big step up if you're on a rotary or one of those yes. dial thermostats. This yes. is still allowing you to kind of program the thermostat, set it for different temperatures during different times. Like if you already know what your schedule is right. going to be, if you're going to be home or away, still helping you be more efficient. But if you want to go to another level, you have the smart Wi-Fi thermostat, as you mentioned, and we have an incentive for that. Well, like I said, those old thermostats, they're not accurate neither, really. Mm. I mean, we can we, we justify that with the thermal gun also when we go out and do audits. Interesting. Yes. I don't have one of the um, fancy <laughs> smart thermostats. Oh, but you're, you're familiar. I used to. Okay. I used to, but then I moved into my, in my new home. doesn't have that kind, um, mm. so I haven't switched it out yet, I guess. But... um. Just my programmable thermostat, you know, my plain old programmable thermostat is good enough for me. And I'm mindful every morning, you know, I crank it up, I push the button up when mm-hmm. I leave the house. And then when I get home in the evening, uh, usually after time of use cuts, once that stops at seven, then I'll start turning it back down to cool down the house. Um, but yet, yeah, absolutely installing a programmable thermostat will help lower utility bills. And it's going to help manage your uh, heating and cooling system efficiently. Yeah, what I like about the the Wi-Fi, the smart thermostat, is like 
my stepson, he actually lives in the bonus room. Mm-hmm. So he's a college student, so he comes and goes. So I can keep it turned off when he's not there. And yeah. save me about 40 bucks a month. Alone, and people, just for 40 bucks you, a month adds uh, up. Yes. 40 times yes. 12. I don't know what that is, but it's probably a big number. I'll take it. $480. Thank you, Lamont. <laughs> um, we love to tell our customers, remind our customers that um, other simple things that cost nothing, turning off lights and TVs and entertainment systems and computers um, when you leave a room. There is no reason to leave your ceiling fan on if you are not in that room because fans cool people. They don't cool rooms. That's a, that's a real good one. I believe it is a myth that people think if I leave the fan running, the room will stay at a certain temperature. No, she just said it. Fans cool people, not rooms. Mm-hmm. Well, and you'd be surprised. I mean, people just leave lights on. We go out and do audits. <laughs> people have lights on in the broad daylight, like floodlights, inside lights, things that. Hello, my parents. All yeah. the time. I tell my parents all the time, what all do y'all do when you have all these bright, beautiful windows that are open and you have lights on? Yeah. They tell me to mind my business. Yep. Uh, good segue. You guys talking about lights. LED day. Is also in October. Believe I mean October is chock full Jam-packed. of celebration days, and with LED bulbs, that's a good opportunity also to tell them about our incentive. There's a incentive program if you're switching from your incandescent light bulbs to the LED, which are brighter, which last longer, which are safer than your incandescent bulbs. I believe there's an incentive for up to eighty dollars for switching. I believe ten, yep. uh, but you can go to our website fayPWC.com to fact check me but just know that there's an incentive program out there and leds really do make a difference i know sometimes when we're out in the community and have conversations with people when we're giving them out giving them out complimentary uh people give us the feedback and let us know yeah i can tell the difference chad what do you hear whenever you're in those conversations about the difference in uh led versus the old incandescent well you know when we do like public affairs and things you can actually the little table set up with the LED mm-hmm. and the older style light bulb. You can just feel the heat come off of it. I mean, that's just one of the prime examples. I mean, like I said, though, when we bring the thermal gun, you can shoot it and shoot one else and just see the difference in the temperature. I mean, and that's important. Explain yes. why that's important. Because if it's if you have three bulbs in your living room and they're all putting off a lot of heat, right? Your HVAC system yeah, is going to you're kick trying on. to cool it. You're trying to cool so that area. you're you're just wasting money. Exactly. Switched yeah, and another LEDs. thing also, you know. Now she said something about HVAC. People don't even people need to go up in their houses sometimes and check their duct work and things like that. Mm-hmm. See if there's any ducts fell down. A lot of times when we do our audits, we'll find maybe a room or two in the house where ducts had fell down. I mean, it's real simple. Just go back, plug it up, and tie it off, more or less. But you know, with that case, basically all they're doing is heating under the house or cooling under the mm-hmm. house. I mean, it's just money going down the drain. Um, when we go out to the public, or you know, if we're reading a Facebook comment or something, people will say, "Well, I don't understand why my bill is this much. I'm never home." And <laughs> yes. one thing I like to say when I'm in community meetings is, um, "Your house is alive, right. if you will. You know, it, things are still happening even though you may not be present. So um, your HVAC system is still running." Your water heater is still heating up water. Right. Your refrigerator is still on. Um, you may have left some lights on. Um, you know, if you have anything with a digital clock, like a stove or a microwave. Phone chargers. Phone chargers. All these things are still pulling energy. Right. Um, I'm such a stickler for energy usage. I'll use a toaster and unplug it after Smart. I'm finished toasting my bagel or whatever it is. Because if I kept that in, my meter is still going to be picking up that cord. Yeah. So, um can you just kind of reiterate why people should be mindful that even though you aren't home, your energy 
is still being consumed. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that we see, you know, and they're like you said, uh, they, that's the first thing customers say. Well, I wasn't home during this time frame. Yeah, but you had things in your house pulling power, you know, every day, every minute. Uh, a lot of times we see in that case is when we basically find out that something's going on with the HVAC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could pull the data on it and look at it from this time to this time and kind of look at the temperature for those days. Hey, you may want to have it checked because it's running way more than many hours. It should be running basically to get it cooled down. Yeah. Um, and like I said, usually it's weather related. Okay. And then this year has been unique because of COVID. A lot it's of people have been home. home. So kids are playing on their video games. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are watching Netflix. You're yep. cooking at home more. Washing more, more clothes. Washing more clothes. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, it's going to increase that utility usage. Absolutely. On your water and electricity. And then it's about to be holiday time. So now people are getting ready to string up those Christmas lights. And yep. that may drive up some costs. Unless Come they take advantage it. of our LED seasonal light incentive program. Oh, tell me more. Starting October 1st, Lamont. And this is October, so this <laughs> is great timing. We'll give you up to $40 if you replace um, your uh, more old-fashioned Christmas lights right. um, with new LED lights. And as you say, they, as you said, they shine brighter, mm-hmm. they last longer. Um, and they're safer. And they're safer. Um, and I, I made my dad laugh. He was like, well, I guess this will be the last... A set of Christmas lights I ever have to buy, according to you, Courtney. And I'm like, that's right, sir. That's what the experts say. Because they last 20 years. If you're only using them for one month, you'll have them for 20 years. So. Or if you like my wife, she likes to buy more each year. Oh, yeah. really? 5,000 lights, not enough for your tree. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we always take a trip to Sam's. And buy and LEDs, right? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, year. you're not a PWC customer, so you can't take advantage of our of that program, but I can take advantage of that program. Right. Um, So yeah, definitely go on our website, check out the customer incentive page. um, If you're interested in the led light program and that goes for um, like in my neighborhood, customers put up Halloween lights, Yes, you know, so it's, you can use this uh, program now. You don't have to wait until your Christmas lights in December. Right. Um, but it, it ends December 31st. So Yeah. So just make sure you go on the website, fill out the application, send us your receipts, and we'll take care of the rest. Right. All right. What else we got? Appliances. That's another uh, energy consumptioner consumer. Yeah. yeah. I would say probably the biggest one would be like your older type refrigerators. Like just say you replace your refrigerator inside your house. Nine times out of ten people, if it's still good, it's just probably a little older. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine times out of ten, they'll put them in the garage. Right. So, therefore, it's in Still. the garage. It's hot. I was doing is driving the energy charges. Up. Yeah. It's one of the main factors that's going to pull a lot of energy, especially in the garage. That's another thing I've told my parents about. And another thing they've said, mind your business. Yeah. That's, we get that a lot. Yeah. We're just trying to help them. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Mommy, why do y'all have all these, all this food? It's just you two. <sighs> and that's something to think about, uh, I guess, piggybacking, not only with re- your refrigerator, but your washer and dryer, your dishwasher, trying to look for that energy star, yes. uh, that label, that tag, because I guess those products are designed with the thought of trying to save you energy. Absolutely. I, I Actually, when we moved in the house I live in now, I had the older type washer and dryer. We went to the new ones. It used less water and energy. And I swear, I think it runs longer than the other one. But oh, really? I, I could tell the difference in my bill by a couple thousand gallons. Wow. Okay. Well, then great. Yeah. Wow. So let's talk about um, temperatures in the home as we're going into colder months and time of use is about to switch. Um, you know, we have a little saying, it feels great at 78 yes. for the summertime. But as we go into winter, um, we typically tell customers what? 
68 degrees. 68 degrees. You know, a lot of people give you flack about that, though. We do audits or do little walkthroughs. Well, I'll be freezing to death. I said, well, that should tell you something. Your HVAC's not working like it's supposed to be or it's old or mm-hmm. it needs to be serviced, things like that. So we run into that a lot. And also, there leaks. I mean, you mm-hmm. can usually go around, look around the front door, look, and there's a gap between your front door. Basically, all your heat's going out outside. I love hearing stories from customer service where um, a customer will call in and, you know, have a question about their bill, and they they, you know, they, they say it may be too high for them. Mm-hmm. And our reps will say, okay, and say it's January, for example, right. okay, so it's really cold outside. And a rep will say, okay, well, are you walking around in flip-flops and shorts and a t-shirt in your house? Well, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well then you you know you could always put on sweatpants and <laughs> yeah. get a blanket. Put on get a blanket and change that uh, thermostat setting. Yeah. That'll help you save money. Well, that's a lot, a lot of times when we have like high bill complaints. Sometimes I'll I'll call the customers when I'm like maybe five minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. So I don't give them enough time to change the settings on the thermostat. Usually <laughs> if they know we're coming, yeah, they'll set it down to what we recommend. A lot of times you get there and don't it's like on seventy five. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. This is part of the problem here, bud. Yeah, it's too hot or it's too. Cold. too cold yeah yeah meet me in the middle somewhere <laughs> yeah and but we're not saying you can't do those things if right. you want your temperature right at a certain setting fine go for it um but you got the right to check i always tell the customer yeah. you know it's in your hands it's in your hands we're just billing you for what goes through the meter mm-hmm. it's in your it's totally you know, a lot of times i want to hear that but it, that's just a, but yeah during the winter we do recommend you know grab a blanket grab a yeah. sweatshirt that'll really help with um keeping your costs down yeah and I love a snuggly blanket. They have thermal blankets. You can plug those in and they keep you a little warmer. You can make sure that your door is closed to your room. That may help a little yeah. bit. Uh, I bought one of those weighted blankets. No okay. space heaters. No space heaters. Right. You, we need to drive that home. Tell no us why heaters. no space heaters. They use twice as much energy as just about anything. It's like actually going in your um, kitchen and turning your oven on and open the door. Mm. I mean, that's what kind of. That's the kind of power you use them with those space centers. They're just it's just a lot of current at a certain time it just pulls so much current. And aren't they more of a safety hazard as well? Yes. Um, you know, you got the ones that got the little NG star logo on them, but still, like I said, I'd stay away from them. Yeah. It's no good. All right. Courtney, uh Sir? we are getting ready to go. Well, in this episode of uh, PwC Connections, mm-hmm. Chad, I definitely want to thank you for joining us and giving us some uh, energy conservation tips and allowing us to be a little bit more aware during Energy Awareness Month. Uh, we're getting ready to go into November, so that's going to mean a change in time of use peak hours. That's right. Uh, we're going to shift into the morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So a lot of the tips and stuff that we're talking about when you make those, when you make that switch or when the time switch makes uh, you can program your thermostat a certain way to adjust to it. Yeah. You can, mm-hmm. you know, change up your routines of washing clothes or washing dishes and things of that nature or when you decide to cook. So uh, it's, th- it's good to be mindful of these things and have that type of awareness. Uh, it's public power week during this month. So we definitely celebrating all month long. Yeah, and we love this month. We love so, this week. So for who may ever catch this episode, we definitely want to shout out everyone working in public power, especially here at the hometown utility. Fayetteville PwC. Want to thank all our employees that helped us out earlier this week with our virtual PwC day. That's right. I'm dropping a plug for it on the podcast. So if you want to know no what we're talking about, intended. go to our uh, Facebook page and you'll get an idea of what virtual PwC day was. 
and maybe in the future. Yeah, we're t- it was very successful. So we're talking about doing that again. Yeah. And I'm sure Chad soon. will help us out because, like I said, he's the pretty much the face of the company. I just wow. just please wow. remember me whenever you get to that CEO wow. seat. Chad, so um, before we wrap it up, okay. where can we go for more tips? Where can our customers and our listeners go for more tips? Our website. And I mean, also like YouTube. I always tell our customers to look at things on YouTube. Okay. Kind of see how things work. Um, it's like right now we're going to roll out a uh, program with uh, this timer on your water heater. Mm-hmm. So I actually went on YouTube and kind of pulled the video to see how to install it. Yeah. So this is going to be one of the ones where customers are going to have to install it themselves. So we're trying to kind of educate ourselves, you know, basically. So when we go out and talk to the customer, we can kind of help them out uh-huh, uh-huh. through the process. So, yeah, definitely check out our website. Of course, social media. Lamont is great at posting tips all the time Team on social media. Team he He's a rock star. He He's our social media. Guru. And check out our YouTube channel. Uh, go on YouTube, FAYPWC. We have a lot of great videos. They've been categorized. You will even see Chad Groves there talking about uh, backflow prevention and the tips for your toilet. And videos help, guys. Be surprised. I mean, especially with the ladies. The ladies will hey. listen to you. Don't hey. go, go look at the video. So are you bragging a little bit? No, Chad? no, no. I'm saying mine. I'm saying yeah, okay. okay. Moonwalk now. But Get I've out of there. Like comments from the right, ladies where right. they were interested <laughs> in the videos. So Energy Awareness Month, it goes all month long, but it really goes all year long. That's something we want to drive home. Mm-hmm. Um, as Chad said, you are in control of your bill. Um, and there are several things you can do to help lower that bill. There are several uh, inexpensive, almost free things you can do. For example, you mentioned leaks at the front door. Just put a blanket That's it. at that front door. Yep. Um, that'll help keep some of that heat in or the cool air in. Um, Lamont? That's it. That's it. Just as a reminder, we're getting closer and closer to our time of use change. We mm-hmm. want to keep reminding customers that that is coming November 1st. Right. So if you are like me and you'll, you know, you hit the button on the dishwasher, for example, before you leave for work in the morning, don't do that. Sure. Wait until you get home to get your, your magnet. dishwasher. I'm yeah. sure you got one. You know, I come on, Chad. <laughs> you know, I have my magnet right next to my award-winning PwC wall calendar. Okay. Nice. Yes. Yeah. But well, please go to our website, FAYPWC.com. Uh, a lot of great information and resources, including a lot of conservation tips. A lot of things that we talked about on this episode, you can see them in writing along with some other ones. So, uh, and, and you will get caught up on a lot of other information. So visit our website, check out our social media, check out our YouTube, continue to listen to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I think that's it. We're out of here. Chad, we're out of here. Chad, out. (laughs) Y'all have a good one.